0: Congratulations, Professor Randall. You've successfully declared war on another sentient species. Your mother must be
1: so proud. Sorry, Doctor Weasel. How was I to know that gigantic lava ball creature would react like that to the flare gun? Basic
0: common sense. shot me, I'll be well knocked off. <laughs> Yes, 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 Mr. Flamey Boots. I'll get you in a moment, after I've finished admonishing the Terrans. We need to get
2: out of here, Doctor. Right now. That thing looks about ready to blow its stack.
0: <laughs> Typical of a primitive life form, ascribing primate emotional complexes to higher being. Entities who've lately surpassed the evolutionary stages where emotional responses manifest do no matter.
1: I'm not picking an argument with you, Doctor, but, alien or not, that life-form looks like it's got a temper to me. Hmm,
0: you may actually have a point there, Professor. I may have heard. But don't fret. Even if it is a threat to us, there's still scads of time for me to deploy my ultimate weapon.
2: I thought you said you never carried a weapon. Carried a
0: weapon, Mr. Davidson? I am the ongoing argument, the terror of the freebian Cluster, the alien neighbor from hell.
2: Weapon? Ha! I am
0: a weapon, for I am Dr. Wahisel! And
3: just like that, the ghost has snapped. Deep beneath the North Sea, scientists from Project Teamat have awoken, annoyed, and generally antagonized a gigantic, petrological, molten being from beyond the heavens. Now, trapped aboard its ancient space vessel, Advic Goose stunned standing for the dearly departed Dr. Wahisel, must try and save life, liberty, and the integrity of his undergarments. In Dr. Wahisel and the Screen from the Deep, Part
0: 4! Now, you pyroclastic polymorphous personage, listen to me, listen well, know that I am Dr. Weasel, personal envoy of the almighty Time Weasels. <coughs> I thought that might gain your attention. <laughs> Firstly, sincere apologies that one of my companions mildly shot you with that flare device. Although I can see it was quite ineffectual against a being existing in a state of molten coherence,
1: such as yourself. I am very sorry, too, if that helps. I thought you were about to attack. Quite
0: understandable. I would be, too.
1: Perhaps if you were to
0: explain your story to me, I could assist you out of your current predicament.
1: What? Me, doctor.
0: No, professor. I am referring to this impressive igneous
2: individual. Doctor, are you trying to tell me you can
1: understand
2: this creature? Mm-hmm. Sounds like nothing more than incoherent roars and grunts to me.
0: Understand? Why, of course I do. We will see. Doctor Weasel speaks every universal language.
2: It's a time Weasel gift. You boastful ghost. It's actually because the Weasels' telepathic translation circuits are still working, and you know it. Although without my magnificent time-weasel brain to act as a focus, I'm not surprised no one else nearby can understand a word. Quiet! You're distracting me again! Why did I even waste my breath? Oh yes, I didn't! Because I'm dead!
0: Uh-huh. Really? Ooh. It's yes, remarkable, but, but true enough, naturally. Oh, uh, no, I, I don't believe so. Well, within the margin of error, I'd say, yeah, uh, yeah, yes.
1: What's the story then, Doctor? Can we do anything to help? Yes, you can. It seems this entity,
0: whose name is untranslatable into English, so let's call it... Jeremy. Uh, It crashed on Earth at some point in the mid-Cretaceous period. I'd hazard a guess of
2: around 90 million years
0: ago, through its results. At this point Jeremy signalled for help
2: and went into hibernation. You mean to tell me this Jeremy has been beneath the North Sea since
1: before the dawn of time?
0: Somewhat of an oversimplification, Mr Davidson, but essentially yes. Since before the North Sea was really a sea, it has lain here slumbering in this vessel, awaiting a rescue which never came.
1: Sleeping? Until Project Teamat came knocking on the back door, you mean, Doctor? I'm utterly ashamed. I never intended to cause any harm. My whole career has been about making the world a better place, and now, oh, I've nearly caused an intergalactic war crime!
0: Come off it, Professor. There's only one master of hyperbole here, and that's me. Actually, uh, when you consider the outcome, you may have unknowingly done some good. Without your drilling, who knows how many more million years
2: Jeremy would have slept. What happened to his people? Why why didn't they rescue him?
0: Well, leaving aside the issue that Jeremy's gender doesn't correlate to a binary taxonomy,
2: Mr. Davidson... uh,
0: You have, nevertheless, posed a most excellent question, one that with Jeremy's gracious permission, I shall try and answer. (coughs) (coughs) Ah, Jeremy, my old law. it appears you have destroyed a large part of your exterior transceiver array upon impact with the Earth. No one came, because no signal was ever transmitted. Unfortunate but true, however, it's readily rectifiable with the aid of some equipment from the Wiesdess Mr. Davidson. Professor more, if you'll be so kind as to keep Jeremy company for a few moments. There we go. Everything's sorted now.
1: Incredible doctor! The way you integrated what looked like pieces of industrial washing machines and motorcycle spares to repair his communication systems, <laughs> wow, does this mean it'll be able to call for help now?
0: Yeah, Yes, Or well, the Jeremy, could you give us a few moments to retreat to our travel vehicle before you activate the system? I, I, I'd
2: like to ensure nothing we're carrying
0: interferes with your etheric beam transceivers. Come along you two, quickly now.
2: Was moving in here really necessary, Dr. Weasel? For a radio transmission?
0: Yes, yes, keep an eye on that monitor over there. Jeremy, sure you can activate your system now. Uh, good luck.
1: Doctor! The alien vessel! It it flickered and, and th- then vanished. What's happened?
2: You sneaky goose. You read the ship's mission and double-crossed that creature. Well, I never. I couldn't have done it better myself. Shh!
0: Well, Professor. You see, I may have inadvertently rewired Jeremy's space warp drive to its communication array controls. (laughs) He'll be halfway beyond the Crab Nebula before he could have realized anything was amiss.
2: I'm confused. I thought... You were trying to help it contact their people. Yes, yes, I was. Until I got a good look at its
0: navigational logs while I was conducting the repairs. It seems Jeremy wasn't on Earth to run a few scientific tests. It was looking for somewhere for their people to set up shop. That was a colonization vessel.
1: But Jeremy's people would be sentient, melted rocks. They'd disrupt our entire ecosystem.
0: Exactly! Which is why I had to do the old navigational switcheroo! The last thing Earth needs is thousands of volcanians strutting about the place, setting everything ablaze. Will Jeremy be able to find its way back home? Uh that might be a problem, as given the amount of time which has passed since he left. Yes, here's the entry for Volcania, a world in the Microndia region. Oh, their local star went supernova about 30 million years ago. Still, I'm almost certain at least a few of their people made it to the stars.
1: So, all's
0: well that ends well.
1: Doctor, if it's all the same to you, if you could please drop me and David back on the rig now. I've suddenly lost any desire to keep travelling with you.
0: Well, there's gratitude for you. not like I exploded, Jeremy. Certainly a big, healthy, glowing Volcanian like him, we be more than capable of eventually finding a new world. Now, is it back to Entity HQ to continue my work there?
1: Hmm.
0: Or is it on to the cosmos and find a new companion to ask expository questions and make the tea and occasionally get kidnapped? Hmm. Oh! Oh, right. To get rid of this time weasel corpse. Come along, Doctor. <laughs> really smart. High time we got one these those anti static strips in here. <laughs> doctor!
2: <laughs> but, but you died! Almost, Abbeck. I would have rejuvenatized, but uh, those weasel blasts disrupted my semi-nautic nucleic organelles. <sighs> So the renewal process was neutralized. You mean, you would have changed your whole body and personality, but didn't? And now you're all
0: better? What a load of old tosh.
2: No, no, that's pretty much the truth, big I uh, went into a deep healing trance. It's an old Gallowayan trick from before my people could totally renew their bodies at the point of death. <laughs> I probably appeared stone cold dead because Deep inside, every part of me was dedicated to rebuilding my shattered body, but why have I got the song Great Balls of Fire stuck in my head now? What happened, Goose? What did you do? All I did was try and move your body out of the way a couple of times. I got a nasty electric shock both times as thanks. Electric shock? Oh, Groblox. You didn't start walking, talking and acting like me, did you? Not at first, but uh, now you mention it, as time went
0: on, I kept hearing your voice inside my head as well. Uh, I assumed it was my
2: memories of you. <laughs> or, or that I'd started cracking up under the grief of your death. <laughs> you flaming flipping fusspot! My consciousness must have projected itself inside you or my body recovered. Oh, and now I feel so dirty a thousand showers won't be enough. Oh!
0: oh. <laughs> Which explains how I knew to fly the WeezDiz and build all that technology and operate the Sonic Nail File, too, now I come to think of it. Uh, given I've normally not got the first clue about any of that
2: sort of thing. Once I've had a decent meal, a long nap, and into some fresh clothes, Advik, you and I are going to have a very long... I'm not entirely happy to know our mentalities have been so intimately intertwined. Oh, do
0: grow up, Doctor. It's not the end of the world. Where
3: next for the newly refreshed Time Weasel Supreme? Why, it's off to the far future where tensions between the Chaconian Empire and the United Earth Confederation are finally about to break out into open war. With hopes of a negotiated settlement rapidly vaporizing, can a new and untested ambassador with a fluffy coat and an inquisitive nature create a lasting peace, or will all shatter into the futility of a war between the stars? Explore the possibilities in Dr. Wehizel and the Foul Legend of Mane, Part 1! Dr. Weasel's a Weasel to the Audience Prize production, starring Randolph Weasley and Dr. Weasel, Covington Goose, big Goose, and featuring Joe Scott Darrow as Professor Terry Ranmore, Connor Darrow as Dave Davidson, and special monster effects from Joe Ryan. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe!